What do you do when confronted with a challenge in life, as we all are from time to time? Do you question your self-worth and doubt the value you add to this world? Or do you recognize your own imperfections and love yourself just as you are? Flawed, but strong. Willing to take a risk, put yourself out there, and be your authentic self. The choice belongs to you. This is Confident Closers with Anna Maria Sanin. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I am here with my amazing co-host and friend, Kevin Jimeno. And what's up, dude? How are you doing? I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And of course, we got Ms. Raquel Boris here with us. So excited, girl. How are you? I'm excellent. I've got a, a quad latte. They like to spoil me at Starbucks. That's for I expect anything less from you. Yes. <laughs> I might be bouncing like crazy, but we're good. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I see you locked and loaded there. So we're going to yeah. be uh, full of caffeine and sharing the golden nuggets for the listeners out there. Why don't you tell myself and the rest of the listeners a little bit about what you're currently doing, the projects you're working on, and what are the goals so we can get a better idea of who we're talking to. Okay. Well, you guys caught me like fresh in like starting my own business. I think I'm four weeks in. Hey. I know. I was doing the whole corporate thing, um, you know, the, the bosses, everything. And now I'm completely out on my own. I'm my own boss. And um, I like to call myself the chief excitement officer for my company for True to You Brandy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the whole CEO, I'm like, it's got to be fun, right? And I seem to always be excited. So it just makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. officer. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I started my own company and it's specifically geared towards personal branding. Something that I've kind of just organically done on my own in the sense that I kind of shared my journey to everyone and everyone saw my journey and I did it in a way where now people are coming to me asking me to consult them on doing the same thing with their personal brand and and so forth. So yeah, I'm kind of like in the throes of it, getting to do podcasts. I got to do a LinkedIn live yesterday for the first time with a friend and I'm just enjoying it. That's awesome. Yeah. Now we're talking about confidence. I want to talk about two different aspects here. Number one, the confidence it takes to jump from the corporate world into your own business and, and being your own CEO. And then secondly, personal branding, I think has a lot to do with confidence as well, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the confidence thing, I mean, I'm going to be 45 this year and it took a long time to get to this point. And so I, I understand that. And I feel like because I've been through it and I've had, I mean, I've gone through depression, I've been insecure, I've been a people pleaser. I've been all those things that were like the opposite of confident. Preach. And yeah, so <laughs> I've been, I, I've lived it. Right. So because of that, I can relate to other people. So then it's, I think that's how I've been able to connect with everyone is because I get on in front of the camera with no makeup on, baseball cap. I have no makeup on. I haven't showered. I, you know, it's like, hey, what? This is me, right? And so, if you get to a point where you just realize that at the end of the day, like you just want to be true to yourself, and other people they appreciate that. I think first, and I was talking about this yesterday. So many of us think that there's that you know people want to see us a certain way, like 
I mean, I even was watching the Taylor Swift documentary and same thing with her. She was just like so into her head and she's now learned to get out of her head. And I think that's what we need to do. We need to get out of our heads, right? We always think we have to look perfect. It has to be, you know, everything has to be a certain way. And that's not the case because as soon as we show our true selves, it's funny how the other person on the other side of the camera or the whatever, you know, social media reel is, is like, thank goodness someone is, you know, being real because then that allows me to kind of be comfortable and confident enough to be myself as well. So it's like a ripple effect. Yeah. I love that you guys are doing this because I think it just, it just takes more and more people to get out there and say like, it's okay. (laughs) I got to agree with you. Right. And it's like, um, I feel like we tend to overestimate everybody else, sorry, and underestimate ourselves. And so, you know, I love that you're, you know, you're saying that like being, being able to look within and uh, just basically put aside all those conversations that I also find myself having with myself, right? And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. And, and it's really on point, I feel. I could totally relate to what you're saying. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that conversation in your head you were having when you said, I'm going to give my two weeks right now and make this jump. <laughs> Um, well, I had a lot of encouragement from other people. I, I, I have built a great support system. And Anna, Maria, she's one of them. Like, just, just with social media, there's like other powerful women. It's like, you know, everyone was encouraging, supportive, like, you know, you got this girl type thing. And the only reason why I really wasn't taking that jump was the money, the financial part of it. Because I'm divorced. I'm financially 100% responsible for myself. And so I don't have like, hey, babe, you know, like I want to go pursue my passion and my dream. Can you foot the bill and the mortgage for a couple months? I, I didn't have that. And I wasn't disciplined enough to really save a lot of money. So I just, I just was in a place where I'm like, I can't do this. I, it's too big of a risk. So it's funny how the universe works. Um, so unfortunately, my dad's sister passed away last year and she did not have any children. So myself and my siblings inherited money, right? But the thing is, I know that she's looking down and is so proud that I, the money that I inherited, that I'm using it to do something that I love and to go out on my own. Because she was a very career-driven woman, very independent, very strong. Like, she'd be so proud, you know, that I'm not taking it and just kind of going shopping or doing something stupid with them. I, I'm actually starting a business. So, yeah, it all kind of like fell into place where I was able to just be like, okay, let's just do this. The universe is screaming at me right now. And if I don't listen, then it's my fault. (laughs) Yeah. You had a support network telling you to go for it. And life happened and you were blessed through a family member to give you a financial cushion to be able to make a jump. So you were able to recognize the stars and the moon lining up. And you said... (laughs) Two weeks, here I come. Yes. Actually, I gave it one week. (laughs) (laughs) I I know. It's one of those things where, you know, Anna Marie, in the mortgage industry, it's like most people, they give their notice and that day, they're like, you can go home. They're like, you need to go. Yeah. (laughs) In my case, they were, they were fine. We've left on great terms. They're super supportive. I still, you know, it's awesome. But yeah, so it was a one week thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, um, let me ask you, Raquel. So. Other than the financial uh, part of it, right? When you decided to make this move, um, did you have any other doubts? I mean, you know, or insecurities? 
such oh, yeah. as like I, I still do. I, I mean, I'm like living out of my comfort zone every single day because I'm a creative person. So the whole like back end of a business, I'm clueless. Like absolutely clueless. Luckily, once again, I have a consultant that's helping me, and then she helped me set up the actual LLC and the QuickBooks, and because that all that stuff is like super scary, right? Um, but no, it's still scary. It's scary too, because even though I had a lot of people that were like, Hey, you should do this. I could have easily suddenly, you know, left my job and then said, Hey guys, I have my own business. And then just crickets, right? Like nothing. It's been the opposite and I'm super humbled by it and blessed, but yeah, it could have, it could have like been just like no response. Like (laughs) Nobody wanting to reach out to me. But yeah, that, and it still can be like that. You know, I mean, tomorrow I can wake up and, and nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, totally. And um, that's, this- that's the monkey brain that every day, no matter how many times you're having meetings yeah. and clients, you're like, I wonder if this is going to keep going. Yes. And that's the thing is like, and I think, you know, unfortunately the kind of, I think the negative part of social media is that we are so, we are getting so conditioned to be like, Oh, if people aren't liking our things or if they're not viewing then what does that mean? Am I not popular anymore? Am I not need, you know, I mean, it is kind of a scary thing. And I mean, and I'm a victim of it just because my business is pretty much social media and putting myself out there. So, you know, there are days where things just don't take and then it's suddenly you start, you know, doubting yourself of like, oh, geez, is this my, is this my doom? Like, you don't find another career. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally get you. Um, you know, I, a lot, and, and I can because I've started my business in the past, right? And tried a couple of times, just realized that it just wasn't the time. But um, how do you feel? I mean, have you had this conversation with yourself maybe as to, okay, if if for whatever reason doesn't work out, like, you know, are you going to be okay with that? Not that it's not, but, you know, we always have that of like, what if? And so I'd love to hear, you know, how you handle that. Um, well, it's funny because I had this conversation with my ex-husband. So my ex-husband and I are very close. And that was another thing too. He was very supportive of my parents, every, my kids. So that was big for me. And when I was having this conversation with him, he's like, Raquel, what's the worst that can happen? You have to go find a job. He goes, and you'll find a job. And I, when he said that, I was like, that's true. That's the worst that can happen. I have to, you know, and <laughs> so really knowing that I'm, I'm okay with if I fail or if it doesn't work out. I really am because I'm in a point point in my life where I know that everything that's happening is happening for a reason, whether it's negative or positive, that's my journey to be taking period. Right. And we're all going to have, like, it's all going to be an ebb and flow. So anything that comes my way that I might not like, or I might think like, Oh my gosh, woe is me. I'm like, no, I meant to have this moment to learn from it. So if for whatever reason, this doesn't work out, then it wasn't meant to work out because I needed to learn something from it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Truth. So I'm not scared of that anymore at all. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you being so real with where you are in your journey, because I know there's so many people literally right at that same point. So I know um, I know a lot of people identify with what you're sharing with us. I'm curious, moving on to now that you're sitting with clients and you're taking them on. I have done a lot of personal branding myself for what I do. And Personally speaking, I hate it. I'm uncomfortable. What do you mean I got to do photo shoots? And like, what do you mean I got to do videos? 
but it's the nature of the beast. I know it's brought me in so much business. I have meetings all the time where people are like, oh, I saw your post or your social media or your videos or whatnot. So it's created a kind of like a no like trust factor even before I sit with them. But I don't like it. I'm not comfortable uh, with sitting in front of a camera and posing and doing. It's just not me. So when you're having these conversations about personal branding, and I'm sure you run into a lot of people like myself that aren't feeling it, (laughs) talk to us a little bit about that process and how to build up that confidence to just still say, screw it. You know, I don't like it, but I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, that's the thing is that, you know, obviously people that are coming to me understand that they need to do it right. And yeah, a lot of them aren't comfortable. Like for instance, I just took on a dentist and I love, oh my God, but she was so freaked out. She was so scared. And as soon as we just like, I think that's the thing with me is that people already know when they come to me that I'm a goofball, that I don't take myself seriously, that I love the bloopers, all of that. So I feel that I'm coming at it at a, at like at a fun, in a fun way. So like with her, we, from the beginning, we're like, all right, we're going to make this fun. And I think she right away just like felt comfortable. And at the end of everything, she was like, Raquel, that was actually really fun. She's like, it wasn't that bad. And so for me, I'm just trying to kind of put the guard down for them. Granted, there are going to be people that that's not going to be the case. They're going to be more of a serious feel. And maybe then I'm not the person for them. I feel like I have a specific client where they have to be willing to just kind of go for it and not care and not take it seriously. Um, But yeah, that's a tough one. You know, I want to, and I, what you guys think. So I think that that's the difference between um, a branding expert, right? Um, and another, because I mean, we can have the understanding of, you know, what to do to create a brand, to create notice. But I feel that being able to, well, first of all, by you being real and authentic, right? Uh, as we act that way. We just, and as a brand expert per se, right, um, we just, I feel like it's about giving the person on the other end uh, the comfort. And and I think it, it like, trans, it, um, yeah, it transcends. Yeah, like it transcends. The psychology behind yeah. the process. Yeah. Well, that's what I say, because I tell people all the time, I'm like, the reason why people do not get in front of the camera or video, it's all psychological, all psychological. I said, okay, if you really don't, if you know for a fact no one's going to judge you no one's going to say anything negative no one's going to create nothing no then you would do it but we don't do it because it's that whole like oh i'm going to be judged and then not only that people feel like they're going to be judged even more if they mess up if they're goofy if they don't and i got to the point where screw that (laughs) like (laughs) just love me for who i am and if not that's okay yeah and not not everyone's going to take what i say seriously and that's okay um like I tell people, there's almost what, 8 billion people in this world. You're going to have a following. You're going to have an audience, like no matter what. And wouldn't you rather, even if it's a small audience to be the audience that really is going to connect with you as opposed to having, you know, a huge audience and they don't even give a crap. Like, yeah. what, why, what do you, I'm curious to hear what both of you have to say. Why do you think people care so much about other people's opinions when you're putting out, content to brand yourself? Ooh, 
I got ready to talk. Well, <laughs> I've been there. And when I started the journey of building a brand and exposing myself, right, it was about, and there was a lack of confidence. And so people are so worried about being uh, judged or what other people think because of our own fears, the fears, you know, how we feel about, at least, you know, how I felt about myself uh, because I wasn't fully accepting myself for who I was and being comfortable in just being me. And so I feel that the fear of, it's the shame, is the shame of not being liked, of not being accepted or of not being wanted. And so um, it, it concerns us what other people think because then that's going, I, I believe that that's just a reflection back, a confirmation per se to what you're feeling about yourself if somebody does reject you, if somebody doesn't like it, if they have a bad comment. So it's like a confirmation of like, you see, you're right. You should, you know, you're not good enough or you're not this or you're not that. And so- yeah, that's no, I agree. And but this, I think happens, what's yeah. really sad, though, is I was having this conversation with someone how you can have all this positive feedback and all these and all it takes is one person. And I've had that where I had a video and this is like, I don't I mean, so I did a video on LinkedIn and I don't know if you saw this on Maria. So I had done like a little Millie Vanilli dance and one of the and the president of our company was like, oh, can you like he requested me to do it. So it wasn't like. They didn't know I was going to do it. So I did it and everyone was loving it. And I did a little like, girl, you know, it's true. Right. And <laughs> everyone who was commenting and liking this post, were people, yeah, that were respected in the industry, like CEOs of mortgage home. I mean, I was getting good feedback, right? It took one troll, one guy who I wasn't even connected with to reshare it. Okay. But get this. So not only did he reshare the post, but he wrote, wow, I thought this was the professional platform who's this white girl with no talent and stripper tits thinking she's cute. Hashtag move on. Hashtag get back to work. Well, it just put that one person. And obviously then I started feeling shame. I was like, Oh my gosh, like my company is going to hate me. They're going to think I'm embarrassing them. Um, Oh my gosh. Now I feel like I'm not a, a professional human being because this happened. I mean, it in like, literally, I almost like shut down my LinkedIn account and was like, I'm done. Because ah, it's just one effect. person, but I was getting so much other positive feedback. And that's where I'm like, that's just really sad how we think that way too. We're just one person. Yeah. Yeah. And I can totally relate. That happened to me on Facebook, actually. Um, some. I really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be blunt, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. He just started making stupid comments, and of course, I, I, I did answer back. I don't remember what I answered, but in a very classy, elegant way of like, just shut up <laughs> and go away. <laughs> that's 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 crazy, right? Let's say twenty people have nothing but good to say within five minutes, but then one person ruins the whole situation and it goes into like this spiraling, you know, storytelling in our heads about like, what a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Like, yes, it's sad that our psyche comes in. (laughs) (laughs) But how much of it train ourselves? Exactly. Reprogramming. How much of it do you think it's tied to maybe some mental trauma from back in the day that we went through maybe in our childhood or whatnot that 
that's stored in the subconscious mind, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely like I have a mentor, um, and he talks about it all the time that you know our perception and just the way we perceive the world has so much to do with our childhood and how we were brought up. I mean, it's hugely uh, you know equates to that. So yeah, who's to say that? I mean, I know growing up, I did have parents, my mom's Mexican and Mexicans, the Hispan- they're very critical. And it's very like, I just had this conversation with her two days ago. She still doesn't understand the fact that I'm very open about things. She's like, the other day she called me, she's like, you know, if you're feeling that way, just call me or call your best friend. I go, no mom, that's the point is that so many people are hiding all of that and going, you know, to somewhere else and not letting people know, like, I feel this way. So then everyone thinks that they have to feel perfect and happy all the time. I'm like, mom, that's the point of doing it. And she's like, well, I just don't understand it. You know what I mean? So I grew up in that type of environment where it was like, you keep quiet you have your lipstick on, you look good, you this, you do all that. And so, yeah, that's still like, is embedded back there. Yeah. Did you, you know, take down the video? It, huh? Did you end up taking down the video or did you leave no, it? No, I see now I'm like super like whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, even I worth spending don't let the time Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. Even my dad, when he made a comment about my logo and not liking it, um, I was like, you know what, dad, I love it. And there's a reason behind it. And I'm glad, I'm happy to say that at my age, like I'm, I'm, I'm good dad, like love you. And it was great when we moved on, but back in the day, I probably would have cried. I would have changed it. I would have, <laughs> you know what I mean? My dad's <laughs> yeah. not feeling it. It's over. <laughs> I think going through that experience and many like that, I think one thing that it'd be nice to to point out so that we're all conscious of it is that probably led to the point where you're at right now, those moments where you get through it and then you start saying, you know what, who cares? And that's not a big deal. And like, you might not be sitting where you're sitting right now, making the leap of faith and taking on clients and branding them and, and now pushing them and using that same psychology to help them get past their fears. If you didn't go through something like that yourself. Exactly. And that's how I view everything now. Like anything I've been through, just even my depression and attempting suicide and having all that. I mean, I've been through some shit, <laughs> excuse me, but I'm okay with it because once again, like I don't like to play the victim. Woe is me. None of that. That was just, that's my journey. And because of that, I'm able to get to this place and understand. And I want to, at some point, really help with mental health. I mean, I really want, I have two teenagers. They've already been to funerals of kids that have committed suicide. I mean, it's really sad. It's an epidemic and a lot has to do with social media and what we're putting out there and what they're seeing and what they think. They think they have to be perfect. And then if something wrong happens or they do something wrong, it's like everybody knows when we did something wrong, you know, back in the day, you'd actually have to pick up the phone or like tell, you know what I mean? Like now someone takes a picture of it and suddenly it's blasted. And unfortunately they think their life is over. They think, oh my gosh, I, my, I, my life's over. Like, this is it. And it's like, no, it isn't. You people, you, you got to move on there. It's still going to be okay. And so I feel like all of this is kind of leading up to me to be able to help other, you know, generations too, with all of it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, it takes, 
it takes ex- living experience yourself, right? Like in your life, experience, going through the challenges and experiencing certain things. And um, it's really how you can then uh, be able, and it sounds, you know, like you, like be able then to have that heart and have that understanding to be able to encourage um, other people, right? And so, as I like to say, uh, why not turn our mess into our message, right? Ooh, I like that. I've never heard that. I like that. <laughs> you see, <laughs> I got new things here and there coming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. And 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 you know what? Touching on on uh, depression and you know, it's not it's not that it's something new because I believe it's existed always. I mean, I personally also uh, suffered a lot uh, through depression and anxiety and all this other stuff, um, but you know, what would you say um, to people, right? Because obviously it's kind of like a, a paradox, right? We know that the access that we have to the entire world now and being able to post what we do and who we are, obviously everybody's always looking to have attention, right? To gain attention. Um, but at the same time is also hurting. From a business perspective, I think it's a great thing, right? Because again, it's like free publicity. Um, but now we have children, right? And that obviously they're not in it for business. It's more about themselves to feel liked, to feel accepted, to feel wanted, you know, all those emotions that, you know, we all uh, desire. Um, So how would you, how would you be able to um, support both ends, right? Like, how do you, how do you bring both together? Meaning because you're all about branding and social media right now, but then we have the other side of people are utilizing and it's actually hurting them. So it's a positive and a negative. And so what's your. That, that's a tough question because, you know, honestly, I'm still kind of navigating that myself, you know, just because I have a company now it's personal brand I'm out on social media doesn't mean that like, you know, I am super comfortable with a lot of this stuff. And um, believe me, and it's, it's a scary thing because I will tell you this. What I am finding is that, okay, so I'm a very extroverted person. I've always liked to be around people, very social. But I'm finding that the more that I'm putting myself out there social media-wise, the more I am becoming introverted. It's because it's a, it's, it's kind of crazy. So like on weekends, I can easily be in my condo all weekend without seeing anybody or really talking to anyone. I'll be binging Netflix because I have put so much of myself and energy out into the world that it's like draining, but it's sad because now I don't need to be around people so much because I'm already like interacting. So it is kind of like a very scary fine line because that's why so many people are feeling disconnected it's because everything's online and, and it's like that human interaction part of it. it. Like we're missing that a lot. And, and I'm a victim of starting to understand how that works. Yeah. And it's not good, you know, for someone that is a very social person to certainly become more introverted because <laughs> of my job or what I'm doing on social media. It, it's, it's a freaky thing. Yeah, I totally can relate to that. You know what's another thing that happens to me? And I don't know if you guys feel like this. Um, sometimes, believe it or not, when I'm not posting or I'm not doing, and I wonder if this happens, I am sure it has got to happen to all because I'm, I'm, I'm not that abnormal. Um, <laughs> you know, where you, I personally, like, if I see other people and they're posting and they're doing, it's like this fear of like, oh, I'm not doing and they're doing, you know, sort of thing. 
Does that happen to you guys? All the time. So I did a video. No, and I did a video about this, about it. The other, it was uh, over the summer. And then I got to talk myself out of it. Yeah, no, but I, and I did a video because I was like, people, this is ridiculous and I'm feeling this way. So obviously I'm a busy person and I do a lot of stuff. Well, it happened to be a Saturday. I was outside reading. I was still in my PJs. It was like noon, but I was seeing all this stuff that people were doing. They're at the wineries. They're doing this or posting that. And so suddenly I'm like in my head thinking like, what a loser am I? Like I should be productive. (laughs) And then I thought, no, I'm sitting here reading a book. Like I'm being productive for my brain, right? Like I'm self- it's like self-care. And I did a video of being like, guys, we're, what, what, we're like pressuring each other to do all this stuff because we're posting so much and then you get FOMO or whatever it's freaking called. Um, and it's ridiculous. But no, I obviously feel it too. And yeah. it's sad because it should be okay that we just sit and read or sit and do nothing. Like, that's okay. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make lazy human beings or you know, like unsuccessful or, I don't, yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah, I believe it's just like, it's, we start comparing ourselves and it's, yeah. you know, and uh, for me, I just got to tell myself, like, just come back to right here, where are your hands, you're right here, right now, and you are your own journey and let them, you know, and actually be able to support others, right? So it's kind of like taking yourself back and be like, no, that's great that they're doing that and I am doing this. Yeah. Um, so, well, with all this said, I mean, um, my, th- my question is, so we obviously continue, this is an, I, you know, this is an everyday journey, right? Every day we got to choose to believe in ourselves, to go get it, to be confident. You know, it's those words of um, affirmation that we use, right? Like you got this. And so, um, what would you say, Raquel, to um, some of the people, especially people in our industry, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, whether you are a loan originator or you are a realtor or a title rep or whatever that is, I mean, we're all pretty much entrepreneurs and it is up to us to build our business, right? But it's always, and a lot of the people, I mean, most of them are also commission, right? And so um, what, you know, and what would you say to them? Because obviously, like I said, it's an everyday choice and every day we're going to deal with our doubts and insecurities are going to pop. And so uh, what's some advice that you can give them or perhaps things that um, you do for yourself and um, on a daily, right? And, and get yourself out of that rut that we can sometimes find ourselves in. Right. Um, you know, what I've started doing is <clears throat> reminding myself of my why, <clears throat> I, every day I'm kind of like, why am I doing this? Like, what is, like, what, what is my legacy going to be? And especially like with, you know, with what happened with Kobe and everything, you know, it's like he, it's his legacy is going to precede him in a, in a crazy way. Right. And so it just made me realize too, like, what if something happened to me today? What is going, is going to be my legacy? So I try to live my life every day in that way. Right. Like I want people to remember me as a compassionate, kind, giving human being. So then every day I try to live it that way. So whoever is out there, the loan officer, just like, what's their why? Why are they doing that? Right. And I think that's like where it helps me. And then the other thing too, is that we are all human. Like everyone is struggling in a certain way. Everyone has insecurities. I'm like, I'm finding out more and more that we are so much alike. And I think that helps as well. Cause I'm like, everything that I'm thinking right now, you're thinking, you're thinking, right? Like we're sitting here, we're realizing that we all are having kind of the same conversations in our head. And so reminding myself of that helps as well, because um, it, it, you just realize you're not alone. You really aren't when you might feel you are. So those are the type of things that I kind of like 
tell myself? I don't know if that's the answer that you wanted, but. <laughs> oh, no, it's not the answer that no, I wanted. I know, answer, so that's yeah, awesome. no, I, <laughs> I, I think what's funny is when, when you go to sales trainings and you're trying to, whether you're a sales professional or you're an entrepreneur, two things. When you start your business like you're currently doing right now, you might be really great at what you do, but sales and closing and everything is a part of it. You need to have that skill set as much as the actual, if you're an accountant and you're a great accountant, but you decide to go independent, you need to know how to close as well. If not, it doesn't matter how good of an accountant you are. Um, so whether you're an entrepreneur or a sales professional, the art of closing requires so much inner work, mm, yes. so much inner work. And that's what people aren't realizing when they're going to the conferences and they're learning the next technique and the Wolf of Wall Street, straight line this and the Grant Cardone, seller be sold this or whatnot. All that helps. And I have a lot of techniques that I use to close, but without the inner work, none of that matters. That's so true. That's what I tell people. Like we are all so quick to want to know what everyone else is doing, how they did it, all the successful people. And it's like so many times the answers are already here within us, but we just don't take the time to listen and to sit there with ourselves and be like, okay, what's going on in here first. Right. Yeah. I think that's the problem. You just totally like nailed it on that where we're just too quick to get answers from everybody else. We're looking on the outside, not realizing that it's all in here. And um, it's like they say, right? You can't give what you don't have. And so, um, yeah, totally agree. Anything else before I ask the question, the final? Oh, there's like a Jeopardy question. (laughs) Do I have to like, you know, bet money on it? (laughs) No. Uh, I actually do have a question. Is there any books right now that you would recommend that's helping you build confidence, helping you close anything that you're, or maybe a software tool that you're really into right now that people can look into and benefit from? Um, I'm reading The Tipping Point right now. I just finished reading Self-Discipline and Leadership, Thinking Outside of the Box or Getting Out of the Box, which is a really good one. My mentor, who I was talking about earlier, he recommended, I think, or no, maybe someone else said, either way, that was really good because it's all about be that box thinking. Um, so yeah, that's one. I um, I was actually just texting with my friend, uh, Alan Stein Jr., who had raised your game, and I was just joking with him because he's already like, a celebrity status. And I was like, dude, I keep promoting your book. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm like, I don't think you need my help, but I keep promoting it. <laughs> um, so raise your games a really good one too. Um, gosh, what's, what's, I mean, I don't know. There are so many out there, but, but those are the ones that are kind of like the recent, I'm trying to read more. I was never like a huge reader. So I am trying to get better at it. Awesome. All right. So my question is, um, how do you define confidence and how do you tap into it? Um, man, I probably should have studied. So I can no, it's your definition. I know, I know. I know. Um, see, for me, it's just being comfortable in my skin, really just kind of accepting me. And, and because of that, I feel like it's funny, the more like stripped down I am, like if I go out with no makeup on or any of that and I, and I am able to be confident, like then I feel like, well, then I can like rule the world. It's just, I think it's just at like at your lowest, at your 
stripped downness, if you can just kind of accept yourself, then that's like, I feel like true confidence. And I've just been learning to do that by kind of be, be more open to just going out there to the, in the world and social media of just who I am. And, and that in itself is building a lot of confidence because people are accepting me for who I am. Yeah. And when people accept you for who you are, then how can you not be confident, right? How can you not accept yourself? Yeah, like right. how can you not be like, hey, yay me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for that answer. And thank you so much, Raquel, for taking the time. I just always love watching your videos and your funny personality. You're always just cheerful and happy. Yeah, it looks like you drink, I don't know how many co- uh, cups of coffee, but I think it's also in you. It's, it's who you are. I was going to say, I'm naturally like <laughs> crazy. But I love watching you. Do you want to share your social media handles? Um, everything's Raquel Boris. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's all under my name. So easy awesome. to find. That was one, one tip I got from, um, from somebody that it, when you're trying to brand yourself, to kind of keep yourself uniform with everything across the board. I, and you do that too, Ana Maria, with your confident closer. I think everything's confident closer. Yeah, right now it is. Yes. Yeah. I want to make sure that people are not confused and it's all the same. Yes, yes. So I'm just Raquel Boris across the board. <laughs> awesome. Raquel, before I let you go, you mentioned mentorship a few times. Yes. You have some good mentors in your life. Yeah. Uh, why don't we leave off with um, that thought process of how, me- how do you approach mentorship? How do you pick them and how meaningful have they been for you? I'm, I've been really blessed that they've kind of kind of come my way in the sense where I just had people that naturally were reaching out to me and then it got to that level of like, now they're my mentor. So Julian Sato is a big one for me. He's been incredible. And Julie, you know, I, he know, he knows who you are, Anna Maria, because I had said I was getting on the podcast with you, but um, he's been really good in the sense that for me, I need a mentor that I can literally pick up the phone and just be like, oh, this is what I'm going through. And to have that someone that's, you know, kind of unbiased, because, you know, you have your friends, you have your family, but a mentor, it's, it, it's a different level, right? Yeah. And so I love having that. And it's really helped a lot because once again, they kind of can calm you down or give you advice in a way that others that are super close to you might not. Um, and so I would love, I mean, I'm kind of, I guess there are a couple people that I've been somewhat mentoring and I love that too. I think it has to be reciprocal. You have to have your mentors and you need to be a mentor as well. But I think it's key. Like I never really understood it until the last uh, year or so, how important it is. Yeah. I've believed in mentors, I think since you and I met, right? He was, he was my first mentor, by the way. Really? Yes. When I was starting my first business. <laughs> Look how bad this has turned out. <laughs> All right, Raquel. Well, have an awesome weekend. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have you back. Uh, you're just, you have so much to share and we'd love to uh, bring you back later on and just sort of, you know, have you share with us some of your experiences, challenges, and successes as you continue to grow your business? So I'm super yeah, proud. I love that. I'm happy for you. Thank and, you. And um, yeah, you're awesome. <laughs> you guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. What is that from? You're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Confident Closers. 
We hope you gleaned some insight and find a way to take action and make a positive change in your life today. Not tomorrow, not someday, now is the time. Learn about Anna Maria's latest projects and get social on Facebook at Confidence Closers, on Instagram at The Confident Closer. Until next time, keep that chin up, walk tall, and support the women in your life to do the same. Because together, we are strong. Thanks for listening.